everybody, welcome back to East Coast Haunts. I'm MK. And I'm Sam. And we are back with another episode based in Salem, Massachusetts. But before we get into that, yes. I want to talk a little bit about what you can expect from us in the future. So exciting. So I think we're probably going to have one more episode based out of Salem, Mm -hmm. just to like wrap everything up in a nice, neat little bow. But we're bringing you a very special episode next week. So next week's episode is not going to be a Salem episode, but it is going to be one that you're not going to want to miss. It's unlike anything we've ever done before. And, you know, it might put an answer to the lifelong question, are ghosts real? I think that... What if you and I were the first people to truly find out that question? I think... I, don't, I wouldn't want to be. Know, I actually don't even I know what I would be. do. I would. I absolutely would. Well, that would be week, sick. Well, then should, this weekend... Should we tell them? Yes, we have to tell them. Okay, so this Friday, so in two days from now, Sam and I... And our two boyfriends are doing a paranormal investigation at one of the most haunted places in America, the Penhurst Asylum in Pennsylvania. (gasps) I am so excited. Friday night from 7 to 1 a.m. Yeah, 7 p.m. to 1 a.m. Way past my bedtime. Oh, it's, it's, we're going to be exhausted by the end of this. I will be Or we're going to be scared to the point where we can't sleep. What if I told you? Uh, last time I went home home and I went into like my childhood bedroom, I grabbed the necklace that I got, I guess when I was baptized. I don't even know if it's going to fit around my neck, but it has a cross on it. So I thought yeah. it would be good to bring. Oh, I have mine too. We're going to have to probably stop some church, church and get holy get, water. Yeah. Because I just don't want to take any, I don't want to take any I'm not carrying any demonic energy home with me. No. It's just not going to happen. But... It's going to be super cool. I mean, we've got I'm some... Gonna, we're going to have a blast. What are the different tools that we have? So we have um, bringing with us an EMF detector, which I explained, I think, last episode I think did, or two yeah. episodes ago. But it basically detects disruptions in the electromagnetic field. Mm-hmm. And it's... Um, they use it as like a way to rule out spirits. Yeah. So if you are experiencing what you deem to be paranormal activity and you get a high reading on this EMF... Um, meter device it is a way of saying that that's probably not paranormal activity and like a high like something or like emf is causing like hallucinations okay oh so it's it's that's interesting and then we also have dowsing rods yes which are really fun they're so fun to play with um you like hold them in your hands and if they cross it means no and if they open up it means yes and it's you basically hold your hands, like you have to hold your hands like super still. Yeah, it's basically like playing twenty questions with the ghost. Yes, it's very. Those are fun. I'm really excited. And then they also at this investigation, um, they give you like other devices to yeah. use. So we're gonna be having a grand old time. We are gonna bring you all of our reports any evidence that we find i have my gopro so many pictures and videos oh so many pictures and videos some of them are just going to be available to patreons though so now is a good time if you haven't already signed up for our patreon go ahead and sign up now because if you want proof that ghosts are or are not real the only way you'll know 
is if you subscribe to our Patreon. So, I mean, we don't really make the rules. I just... We're just, we're here, just to here to enforce them. Yeah. It's going to be really fun. I'm very excited. I have to pick up my outfit. I have I know! I've been thinking about that, I want to impress the ghosts. I was thinking, because then I was like, should I wear, like, jeans and, like, a jacket? Because, like, what if it's super cold? Like, it might be super cold. Yeah. And now it's, it's going to be, like, mid-November. Although, it's been, like, really, really warm lately. It has been. I don't know. And inside the asylum, like... I don't think there's heat, though. Yeah, I'm sure there's not central, central I, I doubt water. it, yeah. <laughs> Especially where we're going to be. We're going to be in Mayflower Hall, which is, like, the oldest part on the asylum's grounds. Well, also, I just realized if there's going to be ghosts, there's going to be lots of cold spots. So, definitely, you know what? Let's bring... Let's bring... Let's, we can bring layers. stuff. We'll layer yeah, up. Yeah, we will. We'll layer up, and then we can also bring, like, blankets and stuff and put them in the car because... It's going to be a long night. It's going to be a long night, and they said you're more than welcome to go back to your okay. car at any point. Okay, we're not, we're not trapped. We're not trapped. Somewhere. You know, we can... If we're running, screaming, crying out of there... We're allowed to leave. Yeah. But anyway, so that's going to be super exciting. We're going to bring you probably another two-parter, I would think. Yeah, I'm um, sure. With the history of Penhurst Asylum and then also the results of our paranormal investigation. Very exciting. It's so we will so fun. update you guys on that. But if you don't hear from us, it means that we were taken by, by the ghosts of the Penhurst Asylum. So Hopefully not. Hopefully we will be... Update Hopefully you. we'll survive to update you on whether or not ghosts are real and if we have any concrete evidence. But this is hopefully the first paranormal investigation of many on this show. Yes, so, I think it will be. You know what? Fingers crossed. Hopefully it goes well. But I think that's pretty much all I had for like future, like the future episodes. When yeah, I was so dramatic about it. I was like, "What you can expect from us in the future?" Is like, I know. Like, I was like, the next few about, episodes. I was like, she must like drop some like truth. Like, I'm leaving the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this, I'm actually going solo. <laughs> yeah, we're like call her daddy. <laughs> Zayn Malik. Who? Zayn Malik. He's from One Direction. Oh, oh, oh! I thought we were still talking about call her daddy. <laughs> No, I was like, I don't think he's associated with that podcast. Like, he he's like, don't even listen to me. I can't believe I didn't get that joke. Yeah, that's uh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> but what are you gonna do about it anyway? <laughs> that transition. <laughs> I know. Okay, I think you should start. So we're each doing a different haunt that's in Salem in this episode. Correct? Yeah, some of the more minor haunts in Salem. Mm-hmm. Uh, we decided that we were going to combine two of them into an episode. So you're going to get a BOGO deal, a BOGO on, deal. <laughs> on haunted places. I can start. Yes, see. I think you should start. So ours are like a little bit intertwined in a way. Did you oh, absolutely. That? Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. So my site that I'm going to be telling you about is Gallows Hill. And this was for a very long time, believed to be the site of all the hanging executions. Well, with a name like that. Yeah, I mean. Not surprising. It really uh, gets down and dirty. Not, no, wait, <laughs> wait no. It cuts right through. <laughs> That's a, it gets down and dirty. It cuts right it to cuts the chase. It cuts right to the chase of what this place is really about. Um, and so, as we know from previous episodes, about 19 people were hung. Yeah. During the Salem Witch Trials, and then one person was pressed to death. Yes. Giles. Giles. Corey. Oh, is it Giles? I think it's Giles. 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 Maybe it could be. I mean, who knows? They spoke like old English back then. They so really did. Who knows? So, how it um, 
So on the early morning of like the dates of the executions, mm-hmm. witches would be awoken from the Salem City Jail and taken out of their cells, placed in ox carts, which are exactly what you think they are. They're literally like the two-wheeled carts that you see in like all those old oh, wow. tiny cartoons yeah. with like the bars and stuff on the, <gasps> you know. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. And they would roll them down what's now called Essex Street to Gallows Hill. Mm-hmm. And for a while, it was believed that they were hung from the locust trees on Gallows Hill, but this was disproven later. A locust tree? Yeah. I don't, I don't know what that is, but apparently their branches are not strong enough to support the weight of a human body. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at these pictures, and they're, de- they're very oh, yeah. skinny. They're skinny. They're skinny! Skinny! But, so, it's likely that they were hung on ladders, which I'm not quite sure how you would do that. Or, the logistics of that, yeah. I know. Or an actual gallows. Okay. Gallows. Gallow. Actual gallows. No, I think you're right. Gallows. I think it's, yeah. Um, their bodies were then thrown into a crevice because unchristian-like behavior does not warrant a Christian burial. You know, that's, I'm sure that's exactly what God wanted them to do. Yeah. Just kidding. So it's thought then that the families of these executed witches would then sail to Gallows Hill via a canoe, mm-hmm. take the body, and then give them a proper burial. Okay, aw. And we know this was the case in one specific incident, which was that of Rebecca Nurse. Yes. Oh, Queen, I feel bad for her. I know. And it was her son, right, that came and yes. got her body? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and now I'm going to transition into, like, A few decades later, after the witch trials, when Gallows Hill became the favorite hangout spot of one Nathaniel Hawthorne. Here he is, again. He's popping back up, and this was one of his quotes about Gallows Hill. Quote, This was the field where superstition won her darkest triumph. The dust of martyrs was beneath our feet. We stood on Gallows Hill. End quote. That's a good quote. Yeah. He sounds like an author. (laughs) He sounds like Nathaniel Hawthorne. Yeah. But he would take his kids to Gallows Hill after he was done writing for the day, and he would educate them on those who lost their lives in the Salem Witch Trials. Wow. Which I feel like is a very noble feat, especially because, like we mentioned last episode, he was related to the hanging judge. He was his great-great-grandson. Yeah, great-grandson. Gallows Hill is kind of weird. Because there's no, like, specifically known location. It's just, like, a lot of different places were speculated to have been Gallows Hill. So it's, like, a, a an area is called Gallows Hill. Yes. Rather than, like, a singular hill. Exactly. Okay, that makes sense. But, like, the location of Gallows Hill where the bodies were hung is has been lost to time. So it's interesting that you say that. Because when we, my family went to Salem like a year and a half ago or however long ago it was, um, we we thought that Gallows Hill was like a singular hill. Which looking back, we probably should have like researched it, but I, we just assumed it was a place. Yeah, so I too. we put it into like our, our Google Maps and we were driving around for like a while and we could not find it. <laughs> we were like in random like residential neighborhoods uh, and we were, never, we were never able to find it and we were so disappointed. Oh, uh, So it's interesting that you say that because... Like, yeah, that makes sense that we couldn't find it because it's not really, like, one singular place. There's no, like... There's places that are now, like, kind of 
more widely accepted to be like the original mm-hmm. Gallows Hill, which yeah. I think you're going to talk about a yes. little bit. But there's no like Gallows Hill specific hill. Good to Does know. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Um, so for a long time, it was believed to be at the intersection of two streets, Hanson Street and South Street. Mm-hmm. And that was determined from an excerpt of a description of Gallows Hill from Reverend Charles Wentworth Upham in 1867. And he described, like, the grade of the site. He described the right. He described, like, the town's view of the hill and, like, the view of the town from the hill. Mm -hmm. And... Then, in 1921, a historian named Sidney Purley made a discovery of a smaller hill that pretty much fit the description perfectly. Yes. So now, what was thought to have been Gallows Hill, or at least, like, somewhere near it, is a baseball diamond. Wow. But bone fragments have been found there, (gasps) which is really interesting. During the Little League games. Yes. They're just running to third, and they, like, trip over, like, a mandible. They're like, they're like sorry, Goody Proctor, I didn't see you there. They're just using the femurs as yes. baseball bats. <laughs> God. That's horrible. Oh, my God. It is interesting now, though, how Salem has become, like, you know, it's, it's like a modern... I mean, there are older parts, but for the most part, it's like a modern place. Like, there's a Dunkin' Donuts, there's a Walgreens, like... Yeah. And I so mean, it's, like, intermixed within all these, like, crazy historical things. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what else is, like, kind of the same way? What? Is, like, Washington, D.C. Yeah, like, true. And even Philadelphia. You'll oh, be, yeah. like, walking down the street and, like, going to, like, a bar with your friends and then you look out across the street like, and there's Eastern where... State Penitentiary. Yeah, like, be like, this is where Benjamin Franklin, like, yeah. signed the Declaration. And I'm like, whoa. I mean, even in my hometown, you can be, like, walking down the street and you're, like, going to the pizza shop and you pass this plaque that's, like... Washington and the Continental Army stayed here and like whatever. That's actually pretty cool. It is kind of neat. But it's like, it's funny to see that kind of history like tucked in now into modern day life. Yes. And I think anachronism. Yeah. I think Salem is a very good example of that. Yes. But anyway, so now it's a baseball diamond and there have been, you know, some unexplained phenomena there. Let me hear some of them. Well, first and foremost... This is very sad, but there's a high rate of suicide oh. in Salem, Massachusetts, especially wow. on this, like, near this baseball diamond. Really? Now. Yes. Oh, that's really sad. Um, there's woods near there, and in the woods, people claim to see full-bodied apparitions. Usually, the claim is to have, like, see the witches themselves, you okay. know, people that were hung during the trials. Uh, a lot of even visitors and like locals claim to hear disembodied voices screaming and crying like right inside the border of the trees oh wow but they can't see anyone the fact that it's located right by the trees like by the woods makes it even scarier yeah because someone could be behind a tree it could be like dark I don't but know. it could just be like I don't the know. wind in the, in the leaves and then in the neighboring houses they report, like, knocking and thumping on the outside, like, so loud and so, like, intense that it'll shake the house. But then when they go outside, there's, like, no one anywhere around the house. Which is, like, very scary. Terrifying. 
Also, when you were saying that, I feel like the construction workers underneath us. Do you hear that? Yeah, our yeah, floor so is shaking right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, in 1992, a bunch of different people from different churches and different denominations decided that Salem was cursed. Okay. And that they needed to free it of this like demonic energy. So they performed a laying of hands ceremony on the town water tower. And it's oh. supposed to signify, like, spiritual healing. Oh. Which, even if nothing else, like, even if this didn't release any kind of, like, demonic energy or, like, lift a curse, it's nice that everyone in this town, like, banded together for a common cause. No matter what their religion was exactly. or their background. That is really nice, actually. Um, now, Gallows Hill and that whole area is home to, I know this is going to be surprising to absolutely no one, uh, many different ghost tours and like ghost hunts, almost like the one that we're going on. Yeah. So that's exciting. They also have an escape room called the Lost Museum, which oh. I am nothing if not an escape room enthusiast. You do love your escape rooms. I've done like 20 plus of them. I pride myself on like my record. I think my record is like 17 and 3 at this point. That's impeccable. I'm so proud of that. I wrote my college essay on escape rooms. This is so good. I so creative. love that that kind of like puzzle and like logical thinking. It tickles the it's, part of your brain. That's it, it hits just yes. right. It's that There's scratches, like, not tickles. It tickles. <laughs> I was like, why didn't that sound right? <laughs> it no, I do love I love escape rooms and I love trivia. Those are my like my two And escape rooms niches. are a little bit of like trivia in a way. Yeah, exactly. So those are like my two little obsessions. Um and then also I found this is like the last little thing. They have holograms and projection shows at this like baseball diamond. Okay. And it'll make it look like ghosts are walking. See, that's just confusing then. I know. <laughs> Imagine being like an unsuspecting tourist and like stumbling upon that. <laughs> I don't think I think it's kind of hard because it's like it looked like it was maybe like a hologram and laser show. Okay. Oh so, like <laughs> party hardy. So like you know, I don't think anyone's like stumbling across that and being like, it's a real ghost. But <laughs> the like, ghosts are putting on a laser show. <laughs> they're manipulating the electromagnetic field. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, that's pretty much it for um, Gallows Hill. Well, I'm glad that you went first because a lot of you're gonna see a lot of overlap between Gallows Hill and what I'm talking about, which is Proctor's Ledge. Ooh. So as you were saying, MK, people thought that Gallows Hill specifically the summit, the very top of Gallows Hill, was the location of where most of the victims of the witch trial were hung back in 1692 and 93. Mm-hmm. There was never a marker or an official account of where exactly the execution site itself was. You know, just like how you were saying, yes. it's like a huge area. And this was like a super shameful time in the history of Salem, like you said. And they didn't want to draw any more attention to the witch trials. So they there weren't really any accounts that said, like, Goody Proctor was executed at this exact spot, at these coordinates. So there was no way to know for sure. But for hundreds of years, people assumed it was on Gallows Hill. Right. So if rewind about 100 years. It's 1921, okay? And there's a historian from Salem, just like you were saying, named Sidney Purley. And he believes that he has figured out the exact spot of the executions. And he says it's not Gallows Hill at all. Instead, it's a nearby area at the base of the hill 
on Proctor's Ledge. Hmm. Because of this conclusion, the city of Salem, I mean, the people aren't fully buying into it, but they do buy part of Proctor's Ledge in the 1930s, and they name it Witch Memorial Land. So... Wait, what? They named... The, like, I know it makes it sound like Disneyland It or literally sounds like a theme park. But it's like they just buy this parcel of land, and I guess they just call it Witch Memorial Land. There's, they don't do anything with it, though. Okay. It's just like, I guess they just named That's it that. That's a very mis... Uh, well, actually, and I, I guess it's like it 1921. It's, I, there probably weren't like a whole lot of... Well, Adjectives. Disneyland wasn't around yeah. yet. They only um, had so many words back then. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... So the city of Salem buys that part of Proctor's Ledge in the 1930s. They name it Witch Memorial Land. But even then, most people still assumed that the executions took place on Gallows Hill because that was the belief that everyone had held for hundreds of years. Right. So now we're going to fast forward to 2010. And some researchers in Salem decide that they are going to reevaluate all the evidence that they have up to this point to try to figure out once and for all the site of the executions for the witch trials. Hmm. So they conclude six years later, after looking through all the research and evidence, that Pearlie was right. The executions actually took place on Proctor's Ledge. Oh my gosh. So for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, everyone thought that it took place on Gallows Hill. And it was like very less than 10 years ago that, yeah. that this huge discovery was made. It was like a huge deal. So you might be wondering... How were these researchers able to finally figure out where the hangings took place? Like, why did it take so many hundreds of years for them to figure this out? Yeah, why did it? So, there are over a thousand documents from the Salem Witch Trials. You know, there's like the court transcripts. Oh, yeah. They've got first person, um, like, journal entries. They've got um, the primary sources. Exactly. There's so many things. But somehow, none of the accounts specify the locations of the hangings, which is weird, right? Very strange. Um, I do think maybe it has something to do with, like, the shame of it. Maybe they burned them after. They definitely know. did, because yeah. all the town officials, like, um, Samuel... Parrish or something? Parrish, yeah. yes. And the Putnams, mm-hmm. like, they came out afterwards and they were like, ooh, we screwed up. Yeah, like, Ann Putnam, like, apologized. Oh, yeah, God. so... It's I'm little, like, too, too little, little, too late. late. Jinx. Um, so yeah, I do think they were ashamed. They probably got rid of the evidence that would have been needed to figure out exactly where the hanging area was before 2016. So, but it's okay. It took up to 2016. So the evidence that they used to figure out that the hangings were by Proctor's Ledge, uh, the evidence was largely the firsthand account of neighbors who could see the hangings from their house. So neighbors would... People who lived near Proctor's Ledge would see the hangings going on and they would write about it in their journals and these researchers were able to go back and read all these entries and see, you know, like see where that person lived at that time. That is so impressive. Yes. And they were able to pinpoint exactly where this was and when they looked over everything, they were like, oh, this guy Pearly was right. Like it is, it's... Proctor's Ledge. That's where all these hangings were taking place. Crazy. It's really cool, right? It's also wild that they had such extensive land records going back that far. Like, if you don't have records, I know we just said that it was probably covered up, but if you don't have records of the, like, executions. But it's like you have these journal entries. Like, Like, I don't even know who owned my house. 
before like yeah my no family idea. bought it yeah and, and it's a really good point I guess they didn't really have much else to do back then besides okay yeah valid point actually <laughs> besides like accuse people of witchcraft and <laughs> write about land fake some fits so another reason that researchers began to originally suspect like that this probably didn't happen on Gallows Hill is because Gallows Hill had a very intense slope um like it was a very hilly mm-hmm. area and it would make it very difficult for the ox carts that were carrying the accused to get up to the top. They were like, realistically, like, it would be really hard to for the ox or whoever is pulling, is pulling cart, this cart yeah. to actually be able to carry the accused person who, like, weighs, like, probably over 100 pounds, I would assume, yeah. up, like, a pretty vertical hill. So they were like, okay, this probably isn't realistic. Also, like... Like we mentioned, there were, like, three execution dates for, like, 19 people. So way more than one person was getting executed on one day. Yeah. yeah, those ox would have been... Those oxen Put would have been... Put in the work. I know, yeah. All work, no play. Um, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> so also, a very interesting reason that people started to believe Gallows Hill might not be the actual execution site is because Gallows Hill was blocked from view by many people in the town. So since these executions were more or less a form of entertainment, actually they were more, they really were like a form of entertainment back then, unfortunately. And it made sense that they would want to choose somewhere that um, they could hang the the victims lower, somewhere more visible, somewhere where people from their houses could watch or play, which is horrible, but oh. they it seems like Proctor's Ledge was somewhere that was much more accessible to people to be able to watch it. Do you think that there were people that like went on dates to public executions? Like you know how we go on like movie dates? And yeah, th- yes, I'm sure there was. Well, because they even date back then, or were they just like courted? Or was it just like arranged? <sighs> I marriages? bet I bet it was arranged marriages at that point, right? Like little marriage dates. <laughs> Well, I'm sure they would bring their kids to watch it. That which is like even more disturbing. Horrible. I know, I know. It was like your, I'm like you couldn't find anything else to do. You couldn't play with one of those like those like wooden hoop Come on. things you know, that Felicity had. Yes, the yeah, American the, girl. The girl all had. Yeah, exactly. Come on, Junior. Let's go to Witch Memorial <laughs> Land. Let's watch them hang our grandma. <laughs> anyway, that's morbid. That's horrible. I know, but it's like that actually is like that's a sad reality of it. Yeah. So you were just saying how um, the family of Rebecca Nurse came and got her body after she had been murdered mm-hmm. or executed, but it, I mean, it really was a it murder. It was a murder, yeah. So um, I have a little more information about that. And this is actually Ooh. another reason that um, people were able to start putting together that Gallows Hill wasn't the actual location of most of the killings. So hmm. Benjamin Nurse was the son of Rebecca Nurse. And he wrote in his journal or his diary that he had taken a creek from the nurse home to the North River in order to retrieve his mother's body. You know, he had to do it under cover of night, like, when no one was watching. Otherwise, he could have gotten killed for, like... That makes me so sad. It's horrible. And people also, they thought that if you touched the body of a witch, it would, like, like, I don't know, kill you or do something bad to you. So, like, that's another reason that they, like, unceremoniously just, like, dumped people because they're like, well, we're not touching her. They literally threw them in a crevice. Like, that's the worst. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> but like, I don't know. After, after lethargy. 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 Um, but yeah, so so he went across, uh, he went in a boat on the North River 
to get his mother's body, and this river brought Benjamin to the base of what he called Hanging Hill. Gallows Hill is actually quite far from the waterway that he was describing, but Proctor's Ledge is quite close to the waterway, the North River waterway. That leads people to believe that the Hanging Hill, quote-unquote, that he was talking about was much more likely Proctor's Ledge. Probably, Mm -hmm. because he's not going to, like, carry his... I I feel like that's a lot of, no pun intended, dead weight to carry back to your Yeah, no, it is, yeah. To carry your mother's dead body, like... I know. So, yeah, it was definitely... These are the reasons, like... Those were all reasons that people were suspicious that maybe it wasn't... Gallows Hill wasn't what it was said to be for however many years, but it's been proven since then, which is cool. Yeah. So now when you visit Proctor's Ledge, you will find a memorial that is designed by landscape architect Martha Lyon. And the memorial was dedicated on the 325th anniversary of the hangings of Sarah Good, Elizabeth Howe, Susanna Martin, Rebecca Nurse, and Sarah Wilds. And that was on June 17th. Oh, sorry. That was on June 19th, 2017 was the 325-year anniversary when they dedicated the memorial on the memorial there are all 19 victims names engraved on the wall and actually i was looking through we'll post it on the instagram but i was looking through some like google reviews and there's a lot of complaints about the memorial not being like grand enough like it really is unassuming and like small um like you would probably walk past it if if you didn't yeah and not realize what it was and people were complaining that it's in a weird spot because it's, like, right near a Walgreens and it's, like, in a residential neighborhood. But you can't choose, like, where history happens. Yeah. You can't just, like, this is this is where the hangings actually happen. So, yeah. I mean, people are mad that, like, it's not a good enough spot. but And they're like, there's no parking. But, okay, this is where it actually happens. So it's like, what do, they, what do you want them to do? I think that if you're going on Yelp and you're posting a review of the Salem Witch Memorial where 19 people were hung and you're complaining that there isn't enough parking Parking. and that there's not enough to see. Yeah. It's like you're missing the point. You're missing the point. I think you need to go take a good long look in a mirror. Touch some grass. Touch some grass. (laughs) Maybe get offline for a little bit. Yeah. So I just thought that was so, like, as I was reading the reviews, I was like, this is painful. Yeah, like I said, the actual memorial, or the actual site of Proctor's Ledge is in a residential neighborhood, which is super interesting. Like, imagine, like, finding out that your neighborhood, somewhere in your neighborhood, was, like, the site of the murder of 19 people back in the day. I think I would be freaked out. I know. Because I would be scared that my house was haunted. I would be, too. I would be, too. So, um... Also, if anyone is planning on visiting Proctor's Ledge, people recommend parking at the Gallows Hill Park and then walking down Gallows Hill to Proctor's Ledge. So, Let's go another BOGO, right? <laughs> um, so, you might be wondering, MK, why is it called Proctor's Ledge? I personally assumed John Proctor. Yes. Right? Because he's I like also one of the most famous victims of the witch trials. But apparently, the answer is a little more simple. There's not really a definite reason for the name, but it's widely assumed that it's called Proctor's Ledge because the area used to be owned by people with the last name Proctor. Like, they might have been related to John Proctor, they might not have, but you I know, it's just like feel Proctor's like Ledge. Probably they were. Yeah, 
Uh, there's only so many proctors in that little area, right? Proctor. Proctor. Well, everyone had the same names, actually, back then. It was Proctor or uh, Putnam or Smith or something. Bishop. Bishop, yeah. <laughs> those are the four options. Parish. So before you move on, I did want to just go through and list all of the people that were executed in the Salem Witch Trials, just as a way to, like, remember them and realize that, like, they were victims of this hysteria. And, and they give were them real the people. respect that they deserve. Yeah, exactly. So Bridget Bishop, George Burroughs, Martha Carrier, Giles Corey, Martha Corey, Lydia Dustin, Mary Eastie, Anne Foster, Sarah Good, Elizabeth Howe, George Jacobs Sr., Susanna Martin, Rebecca Nurse, Sarah Osborne, Alice Parker, Mary Parker, John Proctor, Anne Pewter, Wilmot Reed, Margaret Scott, Roger Toothaker, Samuel Wardwell, Sarah Wilds, and John Willard. It sounds like a lot more, I mean, 19 is a lot, but when you actually hear the individual names, it really, like, cements the amount of people that were It killed. really, that resonates. And, I of was course, so many women. Like, oh, so many women. Ugh. Horrible. I know. It really is tragic. And, yeah, it's, like, Salem's fun. And it's, it's cool and interesting to learn about, but it is, yeah, it's so Sometimes tragic. Sometimes you need a sobering yeah. reminder that they were actually people that were living and had their lives just ended. Try, yeah. Yeah. Trying to just live their lives, but... For one reason or another. Over what? A land dispute, probably? Yeah, and just mass hysteria. So, now that you've read all the names of the victims of the Salem Witch Trials, it's unsurprising that people definitely feel somber when they visit this memorial. There's definitely, like, a sad energy surrounding it, right? Mm-hmm. So, there are a couple of hauntings that people also claim to experience when they visit Proctor's Ledge. Uh, it's very similar to the ones that you were saying with the uh, Gallus-Helsern. Um, there's no shortage of hauntings here, considering that it served as the execution grounds for the victims of these trials. Mm-hmm. And to make matters even worse, which we were both discussing before, this is where the victims' bodies were dumped after they were executed. So no one received a proper burial, and there's just, yeah really bad energy around here of course because horrible things happened here mm-hmm. there's a famous spirit known as the lady in white that is sometimes seen wandering around the proctor's ledge area uh we don't know who she is i would assume she's probably one of the victims of the witch trials i would think so wasn't in the hawthorne hotel wasn't bridget bishop like also reported to be wearing white? i believe she was yes yeah so maybe she makes her way around or maybe it's someone else i don't know Maybe. I mean, I can't imagine that there were too many colors that existed. For That's women yeah. To wear back then, true. To be well, I was thinking you. maybe like she's in white because it was like showing that she's innocent. Like you know, oh. what I mean? like she was killed when she was innocent. I don't. know. I kind of like. I like that interpretation. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm like I don't think I would feel scared or anything. I would just be like, hi. I would just feel bad. I know. You know. Uh, apparently, she shows herself for a moment, but then she vanishes. So it's never like a prolonged appearance when she does show herself. uh, unsurprisingly there are lots of cold spots around the Proctor's Ledge area because Mm -hmm. there's probably lots of spirits Uh, there are hovering orbs and photographs oftentimes Mm -hmm. and people also report apparitions of different victims and disembodied whales which is what you were saying at the baseball diamond I really for a second there 
Oh, sorry. You probably thought I meant whales, like W H A. Disembodied whales. I was like, what that the was hell? So, I should have. No, I that's on me. No I disembodied. There were no. Foods. There were no sea creatures here. Uh, and then people also sometimes see glowing lights, Ooh. and like I said, like hovering orbs. Whether it's on camera, like I was saying before, or like they see them physically in person. Ooh, interesting. Which is pretty interesting and cool, but. That's kind of pretty much it. I mean, there's no crazy, like, characters, like, how there are at, like, some, like, the hotels with, like, little boy ghosts and stuff. Like, it's just a really sad place, and sometimes people feel certain presences. Yeah, I'm sure that the history there, even if it's not, like, technically quote-unquote haunted, is going to elicit some kind of strong emotion from a lot of the people who are visiting exactly and it's definitely cool that they were able to figure out exactly where the memorial spot i mean obviously there should be they've got tons of memorials in salem to the salem witch trials but it's interesting that they were able to pinpoint that exact spot so people can go and pay their respects that is nice it is nice to have that chunk of history back you know yeah so that is pretty much it for this episode We hope you guys enjoyed it. Mary-Kate, anything to add? We hope that you keep listening and keep following our Instagram and our Facebook and our Twitter. we got lots of fun stuff coming up, especially after this weekend. Yes, we're going to be posting a ton about this weekend, I'm sure. Uh, We've got more Patreon episodes Mm -hmm. coming out. Uh, So if you like horror movies, please, you know, join us. Yeah, join our little community. We have fun. We do have fun. We do have a pretty good time, don't we? And, uh, yeah. Oh, actually, one other little thing, fun little thing. Sam and I are going to be featured in a magazine. (gasps) Yes! So, it's called South Carolina Voyager. The article isn't out yet, but it should be out soon. Very soon. And I'm sure that when that gets published, we'll be posting it. You guys will know. All over the social media sites, and we'll be plugging it uh, in the episodes after that. Yep. So keep an eye out for that. It, absolutely. And until next time, more just two gals creeping it real. <laughs> Bye.